Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Drilli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright, everyone, today I'm talking about a movie that I had not seen, surprisingly, until a couple of days ago, and that is 1995's Clueless. Now, now this is a movie that I definitely knew about. It's sort of... It's an interesting cross-section between, like, a rom-com and sort of a, a teen comedy. And um, I'm definitely down for a good teen comedy. I love those types of movies. Uh, stuff like the obvious answers are um, Ferris Bueller, which is my favorite movie, or like The Breakfast Club, Sixteen Candles, Can't Buy Me Love, that sort of thing. Uh, I really like those those kinds of movies. And so... I was definitely interested in this. Uh, I didn't really know a lot of, about it, though, but I did know that it was sort of a 90s classic and that I would probably, at uh, one day, see it. Like, I, it'd probably be something that I'd, I'd check out at some point. But I didn't really know much about it, and I, I saw it on Netflix the other day, and I was like, this is a really easy decision. I'm I'm just going to watch it. So I watched it and um, and really enjoyed it. I was really blown away. I knew that it was well-liked and well-respected, but like I said before, I didn't really know what to expect exactly. I just knew that it was sort of a, a movie that everyone had seen and that was just kind of part of the cultural consciousness, but like, I didn't really know the plot or, or anything, any of the characters. I didn't even know Alicia Silverstone was in it uh, until after the movie, <laughs> uh, which is kind of embarrassing, but I didn't even realize that was her. I just... I don't know, I guess I, I haven't seen her enough movies. I think the only one, and this is uh, this is probably equally as embarrassing, is uh, Batman and Robin, because I was really into that movie when I was a little kid, and she plays Batgirl in that movie. So I think that's the only Alicia Silverstone movie I've seen. That might be wrong, but it's definitely the one that I associate with her the most, and she doesn't really look the same in that movie as she does in this one so I didn't put two and two together until afterwards when I heard that it was her and I was like oh oh okay yeah she actually can be good in a movie <laughs> um which not that she's bad in in Batman and Robin it's more that no one is good in that movie and I don't think it's it, I don't think it would be possible to be honest to, to have a good performance in that movie would be borderline impossible but we're not here to talk about that at least not yet. I'm sure someday I'll get get around to it. But for right now, uh, she was very good in this, as was everyone, actually. Uh, I really, really loved all the characters in this movie. Uh, I was really surprised to see Paul Rudd again. Really didn't know what I was getting into. Uh, and so I was super happy to see him. And then just as the movie went on, there's all these really great actors who fill out their roles perfectly. And who make this dialogue sing, they're all really funny, and um, and I love their relationships. The kind of snobby, rich kid type of thing is sort of the archetype that would be like the villain, or at least the antagonist of another teen comedy. Probably if you were, if you're thinking just, you know, uh, like the basic archetypal teen comedy, you're probably thinking like a lower social status type of kid is either trying to get in with uh with a higher crowd or like um or like a pretty very popular girl or whatever and i like that we kind of focus on the the latter of those two the the pretty popular girls and we get to see what their lives are like and i like that they were they weren't 
mean. Like in another movie, they could definitely be, like I said, the villains. But in this, I think they do a good job of, of shading them and making them very three-dimensional and exploring all their trials and tribulations and um, what like what informs the way they talk and the way they act. And you just get to like see another side of a, of a group that you don't get to see as much of in movies like this. And I really liked that they kind of just stay in their own lane and it's not like the harsh rigid um social structure like it was a caste system or something which is normally how this type of thing is portrayed but like they do kind of uh they do kind of get in with like the like the, the stoners and the skaters sometimes or like the more the more sporty guys like the basketball guys and stuff and they they kind of intermingle with groups but they tend to stay together but they they don't like it's not like a hard line like oh we don't even look over there because that's where those kids are and they do have that scene where they like explain all the different groups but it's not like they totally stay divorced from them they do kind of like they all interact with each other which is much more true to life from uh from a person who <sighs> did go to high school um really don't know what that's gonna look like this year but um but in my experience, that's more how it goes. Depending on what classes or, or where you go, you can end up with people that you wouldn't normally talk to. And I, I like that this was more organic and true to life like that. And just in general, this movie is a lot of fun. It delivers a lot of exposition very cleanly. The narration is pitch perfect and really funny. I really enjoyed all the moments of that. Uh, I really thought everybody their characters very well like I said they're all very funny in this uh, I loved how um, how Alicia Silverstone does such a great job of playing it straight which is you know that's kind of the well, the way you can get the most laughs is when you're not going for them and I know it was it was kind of a struggle for her when they wanted to cast her because she felt like she wasn't funny she didn't know how to be funny but that's kind of what what made them seek her out and rightfully so because she she definitely had the most laugh out loud moments in the movie for me i really really liked her character and uh i also i also really liked her dad which was surprising because a lot of times the parents don't get a ton of play like stuff like uh 16 candles or weird science or um even can't buy me well can't buy me love the mom is a bit of a, a player in that but in general you really don't see the um you don't see the parents they don't really come into the story at all but i like that her dad is actually a he's a really like genuinely sweet guy and and they have a good relationship and she helps him out with work and helps him around the house and he kind of just lets her do her thing, but they have a good rapport, and they, like, you know, they know how to talk to each other, and what's wrong with the other one, and I really like that, that's a very, um, a very honest, very cute, pretty funny relationship, and I, I thought both of them, uh, they were really good in the scenes they had together, and just in general, um, her, her dad, who I think is, is that, um, Dan Hedaya? Yeah, it is Dan Hedaya, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's just a, he's just a really good actor, and he's, um, he's really good in this. Uh, also, his house. Wow. Wow, did I like his house. That was a crazy house, man. That was, it was so pretty, and the pool in the back, I was like, mm, mm. It's not my dream pool. Like, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, how, like, a pool is something that is a dream to have at a house for me, but in general... 
I would probably lean more towards those cool infinity pools where the water can like overflow because those just look so cool and so unique. But this is a really cool pool too. It just like, it looks like the front of their house is like a, a mansion. And then the back of their house is like a straight up resort, like somewhere you'd go for the, you know, your week long trip in Hawaii. Like it was insane. That blew my mind, but it was really, really cool. And, um, and just in general, the whole, this world feels really well realized and it's designed to look really cool and really unique. Um, their clothes, all the fashion, very interesting. Not exactly, um, I mean, I wasn't alive in the 90s. I wasn't, uh, certainly wasn't a teenager, but like, I don't think that's how people dressed. But I do like that it kind of is creating its own little world. Like, it's the way they talk and the way they behave and the way they dress it just kind of has this timeless quality because it's not really true to any particular era it's just sort of its own thing like they have their own vocabulary and like vernacular in the movie that that's not how teenagers talk but it is how they talk in this movie and for for that reason it kind of works and i i just like how unique it was and and how it was sort of establishing its own world that's like a little bit a little like a couple degrees off from ours like still realistic to a certain degree but but also very identifiable like you can tell that this is their world like you can tell from a screenshot that this is clueless you know i really like that i thought that was a unique approach and and really cool so yeah in general this is a really great movie uh i will say i think my only complaint is that the the end of it feels really rushed uh i don't Honestly, everything with Cher is, like, sort of romantic involvements. I don't really know how to put that. But, like, she seems surprised when what's-his-face, um, I don't even care, Elton, maybe, is that, I think? I don't know. One of the guys, he's, like, he's like going in for the kiss in the car, and she's all surprised. And I'm like, well, yeah, A, he was super creepy, and I get that. But, like, how are you surprised? The whole rest of the the movie before that she's like totally down like she doesn't even seem to care that he's like hugging on her or like grabbing her shoulders or like kissing her cheek and then he like goes in for like the full you know the seal the deal kiss and i'm like excuse me you do yes like i said before he was creepy but you do not get to be indignant about this he was so obvious with it like I don't know. I was it was weird. It was I mean I think it would have been fine if that stuff just wasn't in there. But like his arm is always around her. He's always like grabbing her somehow. He like like I swear he definitely kisses her on the cheek a couple of times and she doesn't say anything. She doesn't really try to get away. She doesn't really like tell him, "Hey man, back off." It's weird that she seems surprised. And like I said, I I know. I don't want this to get me into hot water. I hope I'm not making this sound weird like I'm not trying to diminish it and I understand he shouldn't have done that but at the same time it's really it's really odd to me that she seems like this is the first time he's shown any sign of this I didn't understand I didn't I didn't realize when he's gonna pull pull over in this you know this parking parking lot that's not near my house that I don't know it was really weird to me but it's I think it's more just the staging uh, I don't know but um and then the other thing B if I can finally get to it um is that the end is so quick they wrap that up so fast uh she's like 
I don't know. She like realizes that she's in love with Paul Rudd, and then it's like, okay, oh, we're, we're we're dating now. Okay, bye. It's like so quick. I was not, didn't really see that coming at all. Well, I I saw it coming, but I didn't. I didn't realize it was gonna be so quick. Like, they're kind of just, you know, they they have their their love confession, and the movie's over. It's like, I think we might have paused it, or I might have looked or something. And it was like there's five minutes left, and I was like, there's five minutes left so crazy that definitely needed more time and i did think it was funny unintentionally but very funny how out of their way they go to be like he's not actually my brother it's a stepbrother situation his mom's out of the picture we're not technically still related it's still weird don't get me wrong it is still so weird it's i don't understand why he couldn't have just been i mean i know this changes the movie but like why couldn't he have just been, I don't know, an exchange student or, or like somebody that they decided to take under their wing? I don't know. It's so weird to me. It's really weird that they made it that part, like part of uh, that part of the story. I think Amy Heckerling's grandparents were uh, second cousins, something like that. Maybe I don't know, something like that. So I know it was more normal to her. But to 90% of your audience... Okay, let's go 99. I don't know why... 90 seems a little bit too too uh, too low. I would say, like, 95 to 99% of your audience are going to be like, Hey, what? That's... Mm, huh? Especially because at first I didn't even realize that Mom was out of the picture. I just thought we hadn't seen her yet. Uh, so I was super confused. But they're not technically related. The movie goes out of their way. It goes out of its way to tell you that. So, yeah, that was weird. But, I mean, I'm okay with it. It's still generally charming, and there's really not that much of it for you to get hung up on. Uh, it's so quick, like I said. So, yeah, I don't know. Very good. A little weird towards the end. And definitely when it comes to Cher's relationships, uh, I think it, it kind of fumbles the ball. But, overall, it doesn't really detract from how much I really like the movie. It's... A lot of fun it's very funny and it's super unique and i definitely check it out if you haven't uh i'll probably watch it a few more times in in the coming years i, I really enjoyed it so yeah very good would recommend before i get out of here i want to say that i am grateful for finally being off work um there's no better feeling than well at least for me right now than uh uh, then leaving work and knowing you don't have to go back the next day. I've off for two days, which is not a lot. A paltry amount, you could say. But I'm still so excited that I don't have to wake up and and go in tomorrow. It's going to be amazing. And uh, I'm just grateful for that. I've, oh my god, I've been working so much. Way more than I did last summer. It's nuts. But it's it's good. Make make money, you know? Make 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 your way. It's a good, uh, it's a good, uh, route. You gotta help you, um, help, like, schedule things, like, around, around that, give you goals, and, like, just, you know, I don't know. I'm not explaining this well at all, but it does, it does work as a good, uh, a good way to, like, center your life, kind of give it a little bit of structure, and, I mean, who doesn't, who, who couldn't stand to make a little, a couple more bucks, you know? I mean, yeah. What am I talking about? I need to stop. Um. Oh shoot! It's five o'clock, dude. No freaking way. 
I'll tell you why. It's because I completely re-recorded uh, the very beginning of this. I was like five minutes in, and I was like, this is terrible. I need to start this again. And then I keep having problems with either the recording or something that I said that sounds super stupid, so I have to re-record it. Uh, so this is actually taking me way longer than I thought it would. I was supposed to squeeze two episodes into this session, but um, apparently not. I gotta go eat, and I gotta go celebrate one of my friend's birthdays. It's a little late, but you know, it still counts. So anyway, uh, I will catch you in the next one. But in the meantime, if you like the show and you uh, want to show it some love, uh, please consider leaving a review. Five stars would be super helpful. If you think it's around one, then probably keep it between yourself and your mom. You know, I don't really need to hear it, but <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, no, keep it to yourself and your mom. I, I Let's stick to four or five here. Uh, you can do that right now. Super, super helpful. And while you're there, consider consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. Also, if you genuinely really enjoy this and you think you know somebody who also would, tell them. Tell a friend. That's super great. Word of mouth is also helpful, just as helpful as those five stars. Uh, if you want to follow the show on Instagram for updates on new episodes and when, when the and when they go up, what the topics of discussion will be, you can follow at Movies and More Pod on Instagram, or you can follow me personally at gvandrilli1 on Instagram. And if you want to email the show with any comments, questions, concerns, or suggestions, you can do that at moviesandmorepod at gmail.com. If you want to follow, find a great landing page for all this uh, on the on the web, you can do that at www.moviesandmorepod.com. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> well... There used to be articles up there, right? But uh, recently, I just realized I do not want to to do them. Like, I just don't want to write them anymore. And I had one that was, like, slated to go up, and I was, like, writing it. I was just like, I don't feel like finishing this. I really just kind of want to put this to bed. And it's something that I had kind of been brewing for a while, so I just kind of pulled the trigger on it and decided that I'd kind of just put the articles to to bed and I don't know so they're they're not on the site anymore and I'm not going to be producing anymore anytime soon but for those of you who have maybe checked that out and stuff uh, I apologize it's just something that is a part of this that I just don't really feel like I, I have the stamina to keep up and it's just something I don't really really feel like incorporating so uh, but if you, if you want me to bring them back or you want like a, some sort of archive or something let me know, but I don't feel like there's enough people visiting the site that are really going to be too mad about it. So, um, yeah, but in the meantime, there is still stuff on the site. You can find every listening platform. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, Anchor, all kinds of stuff. There's just so many, and they're all right there. Uh, you can find links to the most recent episode and then you can find all these all the ways i just listed to contact me so sorry that's a bit of a last minute update and uh, i do apologize if that was something that you looked forward to or whatever please let me know reach out and if you want me to try to make some changes or incorporate them in a different way i'd be totally down to but again like i said before i really don't think anybody's gonna be too mad so uh, i will catch you in the next one thank you as always for listening and uh if you did make it this far and you do like this podcast uh, i just want to tell you you give me a toothache. <laughs> means you're sweet. <laughs> that line confused me so much before she said that second part. I was like, oh, what now? That is not interactive at all. She's like, that means you're sweet. I was like, oh, that actually makes sense. And that's that actually is cute. But at first I was like, what is that? that what? That's so weird.
but yeah, no, I actually now have been using it a lot, which is kind of weird, but anyway, uh, you're very sweet for listening to this, whoever you are, thank you, peace, I will see you in the next one.